0: Many are getting weak, many are failing, and many have fallen in their faith. Learn how to be calm and overcome. In this end time, through the anointed teachings of Pastor Ebenezer Okonifa. Pastor Ebenezer Okonifa is an emerging voice and a leader in this end time movement of faith. His message centers on faith, the Holy Spirit. And the realities of the new creation in Christ. He is the Senior Pastor of Overcometh Nation Church and President of Ebenezer Kronipah Ministries in Accra, Ghana. Become inspired, empowered and enlightened as you listen to the life-transforming message of God's Word through His special servant. And now, today's message.
1: Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 2023. Please, I can't hear you. 2023. The promised land. Help me appreciate God who is the owner and builder of this church. Hallelujah. Let's also appreciate our Father, my Father, Reverend Okronipa. Amen. It is testimony time. And our first testifier says, pain in left foot. Reduced to the glory of God. My name is Justice Patty. I experienced great pains in my left foot, which persisted for five long days. The The pain was so unbearable that I couldn't even walk on the affected foot. When I attended the Exodus 9 service, I was still wincing in pain when the man of God, Reverend Okonipa, called to pray for all those who weren't feeling well. I stepped in front to be prayed for and to the glory of God. The pain in my left foot got healed completely. Hallelujah. He says, I was able to walk back to my seat. I was really excited. Thank you, Reverend Okronipa for making time to pray for us. Hallelujah. Somebody appreciate God for this beautiful testimony. The next one says, asthma healed after Reverend Okonipa prayed for me. My name is Nadia Awin I have suffered asthma since July 2022. The troubling asthma attacks have been on on and off. On On the 9th of December 30th, I experienced the attack, which led to chest pains and difficulty in breathing. Thankfully, I joined the Exodus ninth in Overcomers Nation for the first time. As the servant of God, Reverend Okronipa, was ministering, he called out for those who, weren't, who were trusting God for healing, and I joined the line. When it got to my turn, the man of God prayed for me and asked me to, be, to breathe in and out for a few seconds. To my amazement, as I obeyed his instruction, I noticed a change in my condition. By the time the man of God was done praying for me, the Lord healed me. Hallelujah. She said, as she said, she says, I'm so grateful to God for this miracle. Praise the Lord. The next one says, I conditioned healed. Help me celebrate the Lord. My name is Victor- Victoria Owusu Ansan. I have had eye problems for a long while now. As the years progressed, my condition grew worse and I couldn't even look directly at light. On Sunday, 8th January, when I attended the first edition of Three Encounters with Prophetic Power during Miracle Service, my eye was through being in pain badly reverend ebenezer Konipa asked to pr- ask to pray for all those who were trusting god for healing and i jumped to the front of the auditorium the man of god told me to look at some of the lights in the auditorium initially before praying for me i couldn't look at it i couldn't look at any because it was painful to do so He later placed his hands on my eyes and prayed for me. He asked me afterward to watch the light again. And glory to God, I did so effortlessly. The pain was gone. I was so happy. Thank you, Reverend Okronipa, for being a vessel for my healing. Hallelujah. I take the last testimony for today. My miracle job came to pass swiftly. During night fire prayers one night, Reverend Okronipa prophesied during his spirit filled ministration that he saw someone's CV close to her and went ahead to pray for the person. I was that lady the man of God prayed for, as my CV was close to me at the time. Two days later, I attended an interview, and right after I returned, Even before I got home, I received a call from the company that I had been selected for the job. Praise the Lord. Somebody appreciate God for all this testimony. Hallelujah.
2: In the name of Jesus Christ,
3: listen, everybody must understand that you need a personal altar. You need a personal altar. And if your life is going to be programmed correctly, your personal altar must be on fire. The Bible tells us about an encounter that the parents of uh, the man who was born and called something had with the angel of the Lord. And the Bible said that after he had had that encounter and presented a prophetic word, or presented the message for them, they built an altar. The Bible says that as they built the altar, they set the altar on fire, and the angel of the Lord rose even into the heavens. And the amazing thing is that the angel did not choose to rise into heaven from any other direction, but the Bible said he rose in the midst of the fire. Judges chapter 13, the verse number 20. He rose into heaven in the midst of the fire. But notice something over here. It was the fire that they had created. The fire that they had created. And it happened as the flame went toward up toward heaven from the altar, the angel of the Lord. What happened? He also ascended in the flame. Remember, is it, remember the, the dream that Jacob had? The Bible said that as he slept, he had a dream and he saw what a ladder or some versions of the Bible use steps. And the Bible said that he saw the Lord at the top of the ladder and angels ascending and descending, ascending and descending. Listen, you need to get to a place where your altar is on on fire when your altar is on fire they're going to be ascending and descending are you understanding me Up your prayers your requests your desires to be ascending and that the, the grace of god will be descending upon your life glory to jesus christ this morning i want us to pray one prayer before even i share it with you and that is the first prayer on our, our prayer point for today The lord sets my personal altar on fire When your personal altar on fire, you have consistent visitations of the Lord. When your personal altar is on fire, you are given opportunities to change age-old situations that have been working in your life. When you have no altar, it means that any power or any spirit can affect your life. Anything and any being can walk into your life. Why? Because your altar is your place of protection. Your altar is your reference point in the realm of the spirit. The reason why uh, Jerusalem was so important in Israel was not because Jerusalem was a place uh, where they would experience peace. The peace was coming as a result of the temple, and the temple was important because of the altar in the temple. Are we together? Are we together? So the reference point of the children of Israel is the temple, and the reference point of the temple is the altar. It is upon the altar that all, all, uh, all uh, religious sacrifices and religious uh, rituals or whatever it was supposed to be engaged were done. Listen, if there's no temple, temple is talking about a physical building where the people come to meet God. Even if there's no temple, no physical temple, there must be an altar. When Jacob had that dream, he said that I, I the Lord was here and I did not know it. And this is what surely the house of God. But the Bible says that he was sleeping in an open place. He was sleeping in an open place. So the house of God is not necessarily a physical structure. But the house of God is a place where God has chosen to put his name. Whether there's a physical structure or not. That is why we can set up a tent and we'll call it the house of God. Why? Because there must be an altar. So at the end of the day, what did Jacob do? He erected an altar over there, and he poured oil on it, and he made certain declarations, and he, at the end of the day, he said, that, if God, you send me to my uncle's house, give me food, to eat, water to drink, raiment, well, and bring me back to the land of my fathers, he said, then I'll give you a tithe of all, I'll pay you a tenth of all. Everything that you have given me, I'll give you a tithe. i we together. So the reference points for Jacob was Bethel. The place where he lifted up his altar. And exactly as he declared. Did you not realize that God gave him close where? God gave him prosperity. And at the end of the day, he came back to the land of his father. Why? An altar had been erected. Your personal altar must be on fire. I said, your personal altar must be on fire. Lift up your right hand. This year, you need to be a very serious Christian. This year, you must not be a here, there, wayside Christian. No, you must be on fire. In the book of Revelation, it said that if you will be hot, what? Be hot. If you be cold, what? Come on, if you will be hot, what? If you be cold, what? Listen to me. God doesn't like lukewarm Christians. Today, you are here. Tomorrow, you are there. And every time you have a reason why you are behaving the way you are behaving, get ready, God is going to spit you out of his mouth. God said that, he said that, tell them, I would rather prefer if they are hot. Let them know they are stand. If they are cold, let them know they are stand. Other than that, I am going to spill them. I am going to vomit them out of my mouth. They will have no protection and preservation with me. If you be hot, be hot. Tell somebody be hot. Is that, are you telling somebody? I said, tell somebody, be hot. No, it, it, you are whispering the person didn't even hear you. Tell somebody, be hot. I said, tell somebody, be hot. He said, if you will be hot, do what? Hallelujah. All of a sudden because I said, they, they be hot. People have started finding themselves so perhaps You don't know I'm already hot in the house of God. <laughs> amen and amen. Don't worry. God will give us Five is very soon. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the meantime, we can open the windows. I think it will help. Glory to Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Yeah, tell somebody be hot. Oh, let the person hear that you are prophesying to the person. Say be hot. No, let, you command the person. If today is the first, after today, you may not get to command the person anymore. I said, look at the person, command the person. And look at the person like you are the person's master and tell the person be hot.
2: Hey
3: amen and amen now somebody say i'll catch you outside (laughs) amen hallelujah he said if you are not a faithful christian he's going to spew you out of his mouth let's have a right hand say father in the name of jesus let your fire fall on my personal altar in the name of jesus say this year set me on fire set my prayer life on fire set my Bible the life on fire. Let my work as a Christian be on fire. In the name of Jesus, say let the flames bring an
4: end to every battle in my life. In the name of Jesus, lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Clap those hands and pray. Father, as I pray, set my heart on fire. Set my altar on fire. As I clap, as, and as I pray, let the flames come along. Back, happen, no and well, product, kind of I mean Boy, kind of have battle. Any in my life, we brought one Let everything go my own. Every battle, celebrate. It's Papalabaya, Mandalababa, Rapa Dabalabasa, and Tanabalabasa, and Panabalabasa, and Rapa Come on, your voice and pray para 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 fire, set bana böyle bana para 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 Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. para 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 Rabababa, pa 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 ra pa 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 ra pa pa in the name
3: of Jesus listen when I tell you clap baba 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 I hope you're understanding me. Yes, when it comes to the house of God, be humble. Open up your heart and follow instructions. Are, 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 are you together? That's yes, Lord. we are here for your blessing. We are not here for your inconvenience. Amen and amen. Amen, amen and amen. amen. It's very, very important. Sometimes people miss their blessings because they cannot follow simple instructions. And God will always use the simple to confound the wise. Are, are we together? That's yes, Lord. that is how God is. He will take simple things, and I will use confuse the, 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 the wise. Praise God forevermore. So when you say, clap, clap, when you say, pray, pray, you don't know what is ahead of you. You don't know what is ahead of you. And if you don't follow the instructions that the Spirit of God gives, when an issue comes up, who are you going to blame? And you have a child of God say, that oh, God has forsaken me. Now, you go back into your life, and you realize that you have not been faithful with God. But the truth is that God did not forsake you. You allowed it. When he was trying to protect you, he did not listen. There was a certain uh, man of God. He and his wife were going somewhere. And when they were about to leave the house, he, they prayed. In fact, they sensed as though something was going to happen. They felt as though something was going to go wrong. So they decided to pray that, Lord, protect us as we are going on this trip. When they were just about to go, the wife all of a sudden felt as though, no, let us wait a little. Let us wait a little. And so she told the husband, the man, you know the way sometimes when we are, women are late and women, women are late. She said, no, 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 no. You already, your makeup has made us 15 minutes later. You can't tell me. No, 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 no. He said, "No, but uh, 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 my husband. I, I don't know. I feel like we should wait for some five minutes." The man said, "No, we have already prayed." L- did he hear that answer? He assumed. He said that we have already prayed. They left the house. They nearly died in an accident. Where was God? They go not listen to their prayer. They go not listen to their prayer. He listened to their prayer, and the answer that he gave them for their protection was, that oh, wait a little. Wait a little." Wait a little. But because they assumed that God should be the way they think God should be, they nearly died. Listen, God, you will escape every trap of the enemy. Amen. Why? By obedience. Simple, obedience. Let's have the right hand. Say, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say, set my personal altar. Set
4: my personal altar. On fire, on
3: fire by the flames, by the flames from, heaven. from heaven. Say, Oh God, oh God this year, this year let, my prayer let my prayer life come on fire,
4: come on fire like, never like
3: never before. Let my walk with you walk come,
4: on fire, come on fire like, fire, like never before. Like say, before. Oh, God, oh God, as we set my altar, set my altar, altar. My altar on fire, let my altar bring an end, bring an bring an end an to every, every prevailing battle in, in my life, in my family. My family. Say, Oh God, God, as I clap hands my in my prayer, up the fire, there up the fire, up the fire. Up the fire. One, more one more time in the name of Jesus. No sense and prayer, everybody. Pray, you have just one minute to pray, one minute to engage, one minute to set yourself on fire. No, Tom Wesley said, I have set myself on fire, and the whole world has come to watch me burn. Come on, lift up your bones and run up on fire. If you cannot remember the prayer, I'll you on the screen. pray right now. Raba baba ya inshallah mabarak daba that's the same father that's my dear father Raba baba ya 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 baba 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 ya Raba baba 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 ya Raba baba ala dua 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 ala I love you I love you I love you my love you I love you I love you flames, love you I love you I love the I love you I love you I love you I love you I you I love you you I love you you I love you 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 let the fire of Jesus Christ. we will
3: be praying more into this area this evening at miracle service. So if you have never been to miracle service today, I want to give you a special presidential invitation. Amen and amen. amen. I want you to make sure you are there. We are going to be praying. It's going to be a very a time of great power. Lift up your hands everywhere, and I want you to just begin to worship the Lord. Just begin to worship the Lord. Just begin to worship the Lord. Oh, come on, can we get a song?
2: You are the mighty God, the Spirit of God. The great oh, I am. Oh, Alleluia. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, you, you are the mighty God. Yes, you are. The great.
3: Lift up your right hand and say, Father, Father this, morning, this morning, I will encounter you. I will encounter the you. Father,
2: Father,
4: I
3: declare, I declare my, my, heart open,
4: my heart is my open, mind is my mind
3: is prepared to receive from you. The word. the word, that will change my life Lord, forever, my life forever. this morning, this morning. I'll, be I'll be blessed, I'll be empowered, I'll be preserved, I'll be preserved. by the power of your Word, by the power of your in word. my
2: life, in
3: my life, in again. the mighty name of in Jesus, the, Jesus, of Jesus, the Son the living God, the the living somebody God. shout hallelujah, hallelujah. shout hallelujah. hallelujah, shout glory, that doesn't sound like a shout, shout glory, hallelujah our glory. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Precious Holy Spirit, we are before your mighty presence to receive from you our Father, our Lord, our Savior, and our King. Manifest yourself in the midst of your children. Let every sickness be healed. Let every affliction come to an end. Let every oppression be stopped. Let every question be answered. And let your children hear your voice. Let our lives never be the same again. Somebody shout a big amen. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Let your amen sound like thunder. Now I want you to greet two, three, four people beside you. And tell tell them you are here for an encounter. Tell them you are here for an encounter. Tell them you are here for an encounter. In the name of Jesus Christ. God bless you. Can you take your seat in the presence of the Lord? Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Oh, come on. Talk to me. Praise the Lord. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Oh, come on. I said praise the Lord. Amen and amen. John chapter 14 verse 16. Listen, we have been fasting and we have been praying and today is the day number seven of our fasting and our prayer. And I want you to understand that what we are doing is that we are generating power we are generating power for destiny fulfillment we are generating power for a revival in the church, we are generating power for fulfillment of prophecy, without fasting and prayer prophecies are not manifested, it takes uh, fasting and prayer to bring our personal prophetic words into a place of manifestation there are many people who have received a lot of prophecies and they are not seeing manifestation in our lives, why in their lives, why, because they they don't know what to do, or even if they know what to do, they are not engaging and they are not doing it Every day you are receiving a word of prophecy. And yet it's as though your prophetic expression, your prophetic manifestation is not happening. Why? There are rules that govern prophecy. Prophecies don't fulfill themselves. They take people to get to work on them. And listen to me, it is of vital importance that we understand and appreciate this because your prophecy is your life. Your prophecy is your life. Your prophecy is what God has prepared concerning you that you are supposed to fulfill and achieve on this earth. And if you don't fulfill that prophecy, you would have wasted your life. You would have wasted your destiny. Your existence would have had no value on earth. Why? Because your prophecy is your life your prophecy is your life look in the book of Ezekiel chapter number 37 the Bible said that the spirit of the Lord carried the prophet Ezekiel in the spirit into a valley the Bible said that when he got into the valley the valley was full of bones The the valley was full of bones and the Bible said that and the bones were dry and very brittle the bones were very very dry it looked as though there was no hope now remember it's not talking about skeletons. It's talking about bones. A skeleton would have shown that every part of the, uh, the, 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 the even after the, a person, when a person dies and a person is buried, what the first thing that goes is the skin. And then the muscles begin. The muscles begin to waste away. And after animals and insects have eaten or chewed away all of the skin, now it is left with the bones. When the bones are, uh, when the, when the muscles go at first, it, the bones are so fresh. You know, every organ in the body contains some amount of moisture or some amount of water, and it keeps it helps to keep them fresh. Now the Bible is telling us over here that this valley was not full of skeletons but full of bones and the bones were very dry that meant that through one process or the other if the head the skull which was connected to the neck bone which was connected to the, uh, the, the to the to the vertebral column or the spinal cord and the other parts of the skeleton if they were together now they are separated Finger was at a different place, leg was at a different place, hand was at a different place, the phalanges were all over the place, uh, the, the tibia, the uh, everything was gone. Everything was all over the place. And not only was it that way, they had dried up. So, the, the, the Spirit of God asked the man of God, the Son of Man, can these bones live again? at the present picture of the bones it looked like a picture of death and even beyond death impossibility, hopelessness how can you meet dry bones even if you met the dead body and you said that, oh can this dead body live again you can have some amount of hope why? because you can still see the human figure you can still see the natural figure but this one was not a dead body this one the body had died for so long and everything that would make those bones a living thing would have departed and he asked him, that, can these bones live again? The man of God says, Lord, you are the one that knows. And now God shows him the answer. And he says that the future of these bones is in a prophecy. The future of the bones is not just in the bones, but it's in a prophecy. So when I tell you that your prophecy is your life, I know what I'm talking about. Your prophecy is talking about what you can become. Who God has purpose for you to be. And he said that some of them prophesied to these bones. The Bible said as he began to prophesy in accordance to the word of the Lord. The Bible said ah, there was a shaking in the valley. Listen as you are fasting and praying. And prophecies are being released over your life. Let there be a shaking in the valley that you have been kept. I said let there be a shaking in the valley that you have been kept. And let your life come back together. Again, head bone was, connect, was gone somewhere, neck bone was, co- was gone somewhere, the left bones, everything was all over the place. Some of us, the reason why we are not seen structure to our lives is because that which has to do with our lives has scattered all over the place. Education here, relationship there, family here, everything is all over the place. You don't see any proper structure. There seems to be no particular pattern. You know there are some people based on how they are born and certain circumstances in their life. You can virtually predict where they are going because of their background and because of how things are going. You can see that maybe even if they don't come from a very good or financially strong family background. You can see that education wise, they are making it. They are passing the exams. And so you can sort of have an idea. Of where this man or this woman. Or this boy or this girl is going to get you. But there are other people. Hey, uh, 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 family are uh, boy. Academics are uh, boy, boy. Everything. When they wrote the exam. For fair, fair. You know what for fair, fair is. Oh come on talk to me. You see, I I have some people in, but they are pretending that they 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 had a b Baba Baba, Master abba, abba, be <laughs> What are you talking about? Fair what, what can you do with grades? You are your, there's no politician in your family. Even go headdressing or, 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 or sewing or whatever, too. That one, you don't have anybody to sponsor you. You see, such a life is as though your life is all over the place. Your leg bones are here, your waist bones are here, your, your knee bones are everything all over the place. To, to even imagine that you have a future, it is difficult. It is difficult. You two are a relationship, too. You cannot have any relationship. Nothing seems to be happening all over the place. Can I tell you something? Your life is your prophecy. Your life is your prophecy. The Bible said that when he began to prophesy, when I read that account, it is so powerful. The Bible said he began to prophesy according to the word of the Lord. And the Bible said bone began to connect with bone. That meant that if one bone, you see, it did not just take randomly that, oh, any bone should connect. No, every bone has its code. My bones cannot normally fit into his body. Even if we are the same height, there's a particular shape, a particular structure. So if a doctor will take a, an organ from my body and put it into his organ, they must add some injections and other things to compensate. Because it is not made for his body. God made it for my body. So the bones for them to form a real living creation, they need to be connected to the right bones. The right waist bone must be connected to the right bone, which must be connected to the right thigh bone, which must be connected to the right leg bones, which must be connected to the right ankle bones, and so on and so forth. The Bible said that when the prophecy was released, The Bible says bone began to connect with bone So if one bone was in Bogatanga It began to connect If another was in uh, Frafraha It began to connect If the other one was in Kumasi All of them began to come together Why? By the word of prophecy Can I prophesy to you this year This year everything that is scattered in your life Is coming together I said everything that is scattered in your life Is coming together I said everything that is is scattered in your life Is coming together it looks as though, as for you, you may never marry. It looks as though, as for you, your financial situation will not change. I, that will
4: shake it here. But I prophesy over your life. That as you are fasting and as you are praying, may God bring everything together. I said, May God bring everything together. May your destiny help us appear. May your miracle jobs appear. May that business that will change your life appear. May that husband appear. May that wife appear. In the name of Jesus. Christ.
2: At the
3: end of the day, the Bible says, out of the valley of dry bones, out of the valley of hopelessness, all around. You try your eyes to the left, you try your eyes to the right. No hope anywhere. Is this thing going to work? You are wondering how it's going to work. Listen to me. Take fasting and prayer seriously. Because fasting and prayer engages the power for prophetic manifestations. Prophetic manifestations. Listen. You can have a prophecy. But that prophecy may elude you. It may even be transferred to your children. Why? Because you did not engage when you should have engaged. Fasting and prayer. Fasting and prayer. And that is why we have been fasting. And that's why we have been praying. And so that's why I want everybody to take this thing seriously. When God asks us to fast and pray, He said, I organize the fast. gather my people call for a fast. See, fastings are not called by men. Oh. Fastings are called by God. When you exempt yourself from a church organized fast, don't think that you are doing the church. No, you are doing yourself. Because you are not listening to the gatherings and the call of the spirits. Assemble the people together. Proclaim ye a fast. Let them come and weep between the porch and the altar. You are doing yourself. When there's a call for fasting and prayer, it is a call and an opportunity to change your life and to change your situation and to bring order and balance into your life. Haven't you realized all the while that you have been using your own wisdom? It has not been working. Why don't you try the wisdom of God? It has not been working. Why don't you try the wisdom of God? Every religion fasts. Look at our Muslim, uh, uh, the, the, our, our Muslim friends. They fast. Traditionalists, fetish priests, they fast. And I was some, usually uh, somewhere in the eastern region, somewhere around September, October. For a whole month, they are fasting. A whole month, the fetish priests and their, and, their, and their trainees, they are fasting. They are not eating. One month. Why? They are gathering power to do things. And then they come out to those festivals that we, we hear about. They are not normal celebrations. They are not normal, like, oh, and then we are coming for party. No, it is power. It is power. They are gathering power. Why? They need to get some things done. They are gods that say that we want this blood, we want this thing to be done. So what do you need to do? Gather power for manifestation. And a child of God, you are living with these people, and you will fast and pray. And I expect that, oh, as for you dear, God should fight your battles for you. God should do your fastings for you. God should do everything that you are looking for for you. And you ask for you, you want to sleep and enjoy and enjoy. Sister, brother, it doesn't work that way. Even Jesus, the one that we are following, did he fast or not? Come on, talk to me. Did he fast or not? If even Jesus fasted, his disciples, did they fast or not? Come on, talk to me. Don't do like you are shy. You are not shy like that. I know you have been seeing you. When you are under the mango tree, the way you have been talking. I said, did did they fast or not? The early apostles, did they fast or not? They did. The patriarchs of old, in the Old Testament, they was fasting over there. David, we sing about him, he fasted. So, we need to understand that fasting and prayer is necessary for the fulfillment of prophecy. Don't go throughout the whole year. Udi Didien Zibana Zizi. Hey uh, pork, how do you call that pork? Uh, that, uh, Brad Charles? Hey I could I can change Brad Charles now Friday night special. Ah. On this note,
2: on
3: this note, on this note, Amen and Amen. You are just always thinking about the flesh you know how many people are in prison right now because they, somebody did something to them and they got angry? And I say our plan over. Say, Ose dan Ose dan. What's
4: when
3: we create, unimi 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 afiota No life, no future. No family. Why are some people struggling because of some of the is because of the flesh. When you fast and pray, you put the flesh under subjection.
0: You limit
3: the opportunity of occurrence of the flesh in manifestation. You provoke the spirits into expression. Everything is exists in the spirits. Glory to Jesus Christ. The Bible says after Jesus had fasted and prayed for 40 days and 40 nights in Luke chapter 4, the verse number 14, he returned in the power of the spirits. And the Bible says and the fame of him spread abroad into every region. Everybody began to hear about Jesus. Was Jesus not born by the Holy Spirit? Did the angel of the Lord not say that uh, unto Mary that the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, shall come upon you, and the power of the Highest shall overshadow you, and that which shall be born of you shall be a special thing, a holy thing? And yet, so when Jesus was growing up, his fame did not spread abroad until he had fasted and prayed and empowered by the Holy Spirit. That's why you want shortcut Christianity. Shortcut Christianity. Look at the four lepers. If they were sitting there, they, they, were there no priests there at that time? If they didn't tell themselves that, ah, why sit we here till we die? And they began to take their destiny into their hands. They would have died as lepers. Not just as lepers, poor lepers as well. Oh, the day they rose up,
4: they changed from lepers to help us.
3: Somebody, your destiny is changing. I say your destiny is changing. Your prophecy is coming into manifestation. In the name of Jesus Christ. So engage in fasting and prayer. Around this beginning of the year, a lot of things are happening now. You don't know. is it? let us rise and pray. That's why we are fasting and we are praying now. Whenever you are praying, it is very powerful. But when you are fasting, it makes it more serious. It tells that we are doing battle in the realm of the spirit. We are all spiritual beings. Nipebia enye Nipe enye nipedianu kwa. Body na uhu. I outside no. And no ayase tani aoshe. Ube tobianka say ni aoshe no yehu. Ewa. Is that, is that, will you, are you the dress that you are wearing? No. Similarly, you cannot say your body is who you are. We are spirits. And so what will cause us to win and prevail in life are spiritual activities. I don't know why the Lord is, this is not my subject for today, but the Lord wants to encourage somebody that, listen, fasting no funny serious. Take it serious. Take the fasting serious. If you cannot even do at least, do half day. Show God that you are serious about life. You are serious to see change. Ah, oh, when it comes to and say, Yeah, I can put spies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, a Juma, 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 brother. A Juma, no, before we both, you know, what? I'm a Pobiace anymore. They'll replace you the same day. They'll replace you the same day. In Yama, of course, we are seeing. Yesterday, there was a certain woman was telling me how her own mother in law. Sent her name to Juju. And because she was praying, the thing backfired. So you so saw what the uh, Prophet Amidini was saying. Sir, even oh sorry, cry not name their cospa. You don't even want to pray, cry. Sorry, the backfire,
4: backfire, 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 fire, fire here, fire there, fire everywhere, fire here, fire there, fire Anya everywhere.
3: fire everywhere. Fire anybody coming do you understand? But all the here? say, do And you say, I don't know how to do it. Fire here. Fire there. Fire,
4: there, fire everywhere.
3: My name He says, Yes, no. The way we are now, that's not how we are supposed to be. There's more for us. I said there's more for us. I said there's more for us. Look, me, I'm I'm a man of God. By the grace of God. And I have seen people come into this church. And I've heard the stories of people. And I've seen their lives changing from one level to the other. That tells me that how they came in was not how they are supposed
4: to be. It was not
3: how they are supposed to be. People that they have said that they will never go to school. Today they are not in church because they are in school. Why? Prayer, spiritual activity,
0: generational
3: power. I don't know, but the Lord said I should tell somebody, have hope and believe. Your case is about to be mentioned. Believe there's going to be an intervention in the name of Jesus Christ. The power that we receive, where does it come from? It comes from the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the source of power for possessing our land. This morning, I want to just share briefly with you. I've spent a lot of time talking about fasting and prayer, so let me just share with you briefly. Somebody say briefly, and say it with faith. Don't squeeze your face while you say. I say say briefly, in the name of Jesus Christ. Shakaalabaya. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, it's going to be brief so that we can pray shortly. Amen. But we'll pray more this evening. The Holy Spirit. I was praying around midnight uh, today. And as I was praying, the Holy Ghost began to speak to me. And He said, I should come and share with His children and share with the church. That He, the Holy Spirit, is the source of power for the believer. If we are going to possess the land that God has given us, we need ability if we are going to possess the land that God has purposed for our lives, when we talk about the land, or the, the promised land, it is the place of prosperity, the place of no struggle, the place of victory that God has prepared for His children. Everybody's land can be different, but at the end of the day, everybody's land is supposed to be enjoyable everybody's land is supposed to be enviable, look all of us cannot have the same car, one will have a Range Rover, another will have Benz another will have BMW, are you understanding me, but all of them is car even if we all have the same Range Rover the color of the of the, the color of the car may be different I may like white, you may like brown, another person may like Indigo car oh yes, some people like some colors some may even like a yellow car. Don't do your face some way. I've seen some of them in town. Are we together? Amen and amen. But you see, everybody's land may be different. Some of us, our promised land may be a, a certain kind of marriage, a certain kind of home, living in a particular place. But you see, the manifestation of the Holy Spirit, where we are walking in the promises of God, we are walking in the victory of Christ, we are walking in the power of the Holy Ghost. That is the promised land, where demonic afflictions have been tamed and silenced in our lives, where sicknesses have been taken away, and we are walking in our victory as the children of God. That is the promised land and the manifestation of it is different from everybody. Look, uh, some of us may come from a background where m- marriages and uh, 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 relationships always have problems. Uh. One of your promised land is that there will be stability in marriages in your life and that you see the glory of a good marriage. Some of us are coming from a family where everybody is a tenant. Obeid ni mi So everything is about tenancy. You're one of the manifestations of the promised land is that that curse will be broken and you'll become a landlord in life. So the promised land of everybody is different. It's different, but then it is supposed to be a land where we we'll have joy, abundance, we we'll enjoy the goodness of God, where we we'll eat bread, we we'll eat bread without scarcity. I pray that God will push somebody into their land. But how do we possess the land? We need capacity, we need strength. Where does the strength come from? The strength comes from the Holy Spirit. The Christian life is a life of power and cannot be effective any other way. If you are going to be an effective Christian, power cannot be taken out of your life. And if you are not empowered, there are principles and forces that will overpower you in life. You you need to be empowered to be in charge. Jesus said, From the time of John the Baptist, the kingdom of heaven does what? Suffered violence. Giddy, giddy say a you need to be violent. Or say when you If you are not, you, see you can be physically gentle but spiritually aggressive. Yeah. Oh yes. I met a certain young man. He very gentle, very nice. Wears his suit and his tie. Everything is on point. When they are dancing, uh, and they are doing praises, say, hey, but let us lift up a prayer. Come and see this man. All of a sudden his suit is flying everywhere. But move. The guy is a gentleman. He cannot hit a fly. But when he moves into the spirits, Goliath begin to fall. Listen, even if you are gentle as a human being, gentle in, on the outside, spiritually, you are not allowed to be gentle. He said the kingdom of heaven That's what. Suffered violence. You need a certain level of violence to be possessive and progressive in the kingdom of God. There are situations that are going on and you don't like them. Don't just be sitting down and talking about them. Begin to handle them with strength. Handle them. Arise. Wake up in the middle of the night. Go somewhere in the middle of the day. Engage in prayer. But we don't do anything. And when we don't do anything, we become victims of circumstances. First Corinthians chapter 1 verse 24. In the Bible says, unto them which were called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ was the power of God and the wisdom of God. When you read earlier it says that the Jews are looking for a sign and the Greek are looking for wisdom. Is it in the preaching of the gospel everybody has what they are looking for? the Greeks were looking because they like wisdom and learning so they were looking for some philosophy in the message of Christ the the, the Jews they like signs they like wonders they like miracles so remember they asked Jesus that if you say you are the Christ show us a sign they were looking for some evidence but you see that is the beautiful thing about Christ he said Christ is an answer to every one of them to the Greek he is the wisdom of God in manifestation And to the Jews, Christ is the power of God. That tells us that there are two sides to Christianity. There is the principle side, the wisdom. Dogma, the wisdom. Doctrines, the wisdom. And then there is a power side. Many times we talk about the doctrine and the principles of Christ, but we don't seem to have an understanding that Christ is also power. Christ is also power. Yes, whilst you are doing your Christian values, living a holy life, doing kingdom service, going and living your life according to a certain doctrine, it is not enough. Our message is in such a way that if it is not demonstrated, it will be difficult for people to believe. So Christ is the power of God. Christianity must be a life of power. Acts chapter 1, verse number 8. Jesus said, you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. You shall receive power. Luke 24, verse 49. It tells them that tarry in Jerusalem. Remain there because something has come upon you. If you are going to see a manifestation of my word. To tarry in Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. Christianity is not just about principles or dogma; it is about power. Christ is the power of God. Christ is the power of God. The Holy Spirit is the source of power for the Christian. He's not just the third person in the Trinity. He's not just an, a, another being in the Trinity. No, He actually is the power of God. That means that without the Holy Spirit, God has no power. The Holy Spirit is the engine house of power for God. What did this man say? I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you the truth. Without the Holy Spirit, God has no power. He's not just the third person in the Trinity. He is the power of God. Luke chapter 1 verse 35. Let me prove it to you. And the angel said, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and what's the power of the highest. So, the Holy Ghost is what? The power of the highest. You want to experience the power of God, you need the Holy Spirit. This morning, I've come to encourage a fellowship and a relationship with the Holy Spirit. As you are fasting and you are praying, one of the things that you should be engaging is the person of the Holy Spirit. Without the Holy Spirit, there's no power. You must become very conscious of the Holy Spirit. And begin to fellowship with him and get in tune with him. it is marriage with the Holy Spirit that brings power. If Jesus could give us ordinary power, he would have just told them to go out there and go and preach. but he says, "Wait for the Holy Spirit. Wait for the Holy Spirit because without the Holy Spirit, we cannot do anything. Listen to me, the reason why we are struggling with a lot of things and we are not seeing manifestation is because we are taking the Holy Spirit out of the picture. Today, let us bring him back in. Let us bring him back in. He's the power of the believer. He's the power of the believer. Listen, it was the Holy Spirit that made Jesus the Christ. Jesus would have been an ordinary child that was born in Israel, except that the Holy Spirit came upon him. Jesus is another name that they give to uh, a uh, Jews back in those days and even today. The other day I was so shocked when I saw a footballer running on my screen and at the back of his shirt was Jesus. I went to find out I said that was his real name. I said, Ah, it's not that he's, he's glorifying God. It's that his name was Jesus footballer. So while we have Jesus the Christ, we also have Jesus the footballer. And it's amazing maybe we even have Jesus the drunkard. Or Jesus the humanizer or Jesus the 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 the, 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 the comedian or Jesus the uh, ability son too. something. Jesus. I see what makes our Jesus different is because he is the Christ. It's because he is the Christ. It's because he's the Christ. What made him the Christ? It was the Holy Spirit. The anointing of the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 10, verse 38. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. Look at that. If it had not been for the Holy Spirit, he would have just been ordinary Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus of Nazareth cannot save human beings. But Jesus the Christ is the Savior of the world. He's the Savior of the world. He's the Savior of the world. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with what? Power. Wherever the Holy Ghost goes, power goes. When you are carrier of the Holy Spirit and you are conscious of Him, they can shoot all their all their astral projections, all their how do you call those things? They can release all their pins.
4: They shoot that thing. Receive.
3: Oh, the other time I was watching a movie. If I watch movies more small. more. It is one of the Nigerian movies now. They have come to one way. Uh, I don't know whether they have changed since over ten years ago. I stopped watching them. <laughs> Thank you. Then I will give them another ten years.
0: <laughs>
3: amen is and is amen. But this time to somebody to hear. Who oh, movie oh. <laughs> Amen and amen. It was an abrupt four movie. Yeah. That one you see, they do a lot of things. In Trong Kwan, but they do a lot of things. Matrix. Enter the Matrix. Ah, one guy when he entered into his anointing wood, Oh, you saw the enemies, they came about about seven different boy guns and they started shooting. And the bullets were coming at top speed. And then he struck the sun. And oh, oh. <laughs> slow motion. All the bullets were just and then the big one. And then they all started falling. About a thousand bullets. When you have the Holy Ghost, that's how you become. Yeah. When they will leave the two shape and the two and all the bullets, hey, you just lift up your hand. Oh, Charlie. Oh, I, I I'm wasting my talents. <laughs> glory to you. Some like shall glory. But literally it is so. Satan cannot win against a Christian who has the Holy Ghost and knows who the Holy Ghost is. You are full of power. Where the Holy Ghost goes, power goes. He said, ah, gee how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. And because of that, he went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Why? For God was with him. Second point, you need to note. One, where the Holy Ghost goes, power goes. Two, where the Holy Ghost goes, the presence of God is there. The Holy Ghost is the presence of God. Time will not allow me to prove that to you, but take that from me. He said, why? For God was with him. For God was with him. As soon as Jesus was anointed, uh, he had fasted and prayed in Luke chapter number 3 and chapter number 4. The verse number 14 says, uh, he returned in the power of the spirits. Not just the power, power of the spirits they into Nazareth and his fame spread abroad look at how all of a sudden his life transformed he stood in front of them and he, said, he took the Bible he went to the synagogue, took the, the scriptures and he read and he told them what had happened to him he said, ah, Pashen Delibia verse number 18, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me, so Jesus took note that the encounter that he had in the wilderness whilst he was fasting and praying was not just hunger and salvation uh, was not just a fellowship with uh, the wild animals, uh, was not just temptations from the devil, uh, but it was an encounter with the spirit of God uh, as he was going through the hunger he was going through the temptation uh, he was sweating in the place of prayer, he was sweating in the place of meditation, uh, he was going without, uh, or feeling the pain and the impact in his body what Jesus is, was, is telling us now uh, as that was happening uh, an anointing was coming upon his life the spirit of god is coming upon his life he said the spirit of the lord is upon me why because he has anointed me someone as we are fasting and praying anointing is coming upon our eyes power is coming upon our eyes receive that power now the bible says that you preach the gospel to Send me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim the liberty of, uh, to them that are captive, to so proclaim the acceptable of the Lord. He said in the verse number 20, and he closed the book. And the Bible says in verse 21, Jesus said, this scripture has been fulfilled, meaning I've been anointed with power. Of the Spirit of God. As soon as that happened. Look at what began to happen in the life of Jesus. You jump to the verse number 33. In fact. Between verse 28 and verse 32. that When he said this thing. The people got angry. Listen to me. Let me also tell you one thing before I go on. You cannot have the power of the Holy Spirit. And not attract attacks. Uh, that's not, I don't know. Nowadays I have been having some attacks. No. When you have the Holy Ghost. They don't like you. But you have the Holy Ghost and you are walking in. No, no, they don't like you. And I don't know. I have been having so many attacks. All of us are in it, so please join the club. They wanted to look at them as young as he was. They wanted to push him over the cliff and end his life. The whole Demons feel them. Satan entered into their hearts. You see, when Satan enters into your hearts, you won't kill. The enemy not, But to steal, to kill. So when you see somebody who is killing, Satan is in their hearts. where somebody are killing for war, there's a place for war in this world. Maybe another time we'll talk about that. But when, when somebody wants to kill another human being, Satan has entered their heart. was it what well, did Judas not want to kill Jesus? Satan entered his heart. May anybody who, because you are angry at anybody, you want to kill the person. I rebuke Satan. I rebuke Satan. I rebuke Satan. In the name of Jesus Christ. They wanted to kill him. And he escaped. He escaped. Right after that, the Bible tells us. From verse 33 to 35. That he, all of a sudden, demonic spirit began to react to him. And man with an unclean spirit saw him. And he started screaming. "Are ah, you Jesus of Nazareth. Who are you? The only one. You see, now power began to work. He had and prayed, but the Holy Spirit had come upon him and he cast out the devil. You go to the verse number thirty. all of them in chapter number 4 of Luke. That's how his life started becoming a life of power and miracles. 38, he arose out of the synagogue, entered the house of Simon, and Simon's mother got healed of fever. She was lying down sick. And he prayed for her. He ministered to her and she got healed. Verse number 40. The Bible says that all that many who were sick with diverse diseases were brought unto him. And he laid hands on every one of them and he healed all of them. He healed all of them. Devils come, came out of many crying out and saying, Thou art Christ, the Son of God. He rebuked them and suffered them not to speak. For he knew, they knew who it, that he was the Christ. How did he become the Christ? Because of the anointing. Because of the anointing. When you are anointed, you are the Christ. When you are anointed, you are the Christ. Listen, why is it not Christians? We are not called Jesusians. Yes. It is because it is a power component that makes us different. We are called Christians because our Father is the Holy Ghost. Our Father is the Holy Ghost. He gave birth to us. So we are Christians because of the Holy Spirit. Not just because we are followers of Jesus. Jesus received a name because of the Holy Spirit. We also receive our name from the Holy Spirit. So he inspired all of them. And he said, Look, look at it. even the demons who are not going to school were calling in Christ. When the Holy Ghost comes upon you, your identity, your spiritual identity becomes apparent. Somebody, your life will never be the same again. Say, Holy Ghost! Say, Holy Ghost!
2: Shout
3: Holy Ghost! Look, I should read to you earlier, Luke twenty-four verse forty-nine, how Jesus said that they needed the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter one verse eight. I quoted that also to you. How Jesus proclaimed that they needed the Holy Spirit. The early church, the Christians, they began to manifest the power of God only after the Holy Ghost came upon them. Look at Acts chapter 2. You read from the verse number 1 to the verse number 4. The Holy Ghost came upon them and they were filled with the Holy Ghost and they began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them offerings. The Bible said the noise of it was so loud that the people in the city, they had come for a festival at that time, the festival of Pentecost. So the real Pentecost were people, those who were outside the, uh, the upper room. Amen and amen. And those who were outside the upper room, who were the Pentecostals? <laughs> amen and amen. And the Christians were not the Pentecostals. Glory to Jesus Christ. The Pentecost was a festival. I see. sometimes when we go into some of these areas, it out as though it's not about being critical to any denomination, any, but listen, looking into the Bible. Those who were celebrating the Pentecost. The Pentecost was a festival. They were those who were outside the upper room. Outside the chambers. And so, when we describe ourselves that we are Pentecostal Christians, (laughs) what does that actually mean? Because those who were celebrating the Pentecost did not experience the Holy Ghost. So those who were in the upper room, they're Christians. That's why it's important not to become too denominationalism-focused you should be a Christian. A Christian. If you die for anybody, die for Christ. Not your church. If dying for your church is dying for Christ, so be it. But it shouldn't just be because of dogma. It should be because you have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Are you happy together? When we understand this value, no matter where you are, you can manifest Jesus. Whether your church is in that country or not. Many people left Ghana. They were strong Christians and they went to Europe. They went to America. Now their Christianity is in shambles. Why? Because their faith was not built on Christ. On Christ, the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. Build your relationship with Jesus Christ. You can only build it through the power of the Holy Ghost. When the Spirit of God came upon them, the Bible said they began to mock them and say that, look at these drunkards in the morning like this. They are going, hebe lebe, hebe lebe le Santo, and then they were laughing at them. The Bible said, look at the transformation that happened to Peter. Peter, the one who denied Jesus Christ, when the Holy Ghost came, in the verse number 12, the Bible said they were all amazed and were in doubt, saying out to another one minute days. this mocking said, This men are full of new wine. Verse number 14, but Peter who denied Jesus how many times? Three times when the Holy Ghost came upon him, he stood up. Oh. Why are you shy? It's because you have not experienced the Holy Ghost. You have not built a relationship with the Holy Ghost. Why are you weak? Why are you not strong? It's because the Holy Ghost has not taken over your heart. The Holy Ghost has not taken over your mind. When the Holy Ghost takes you over, you are bold as a lion. The righteous are as one, well. bold as a lion. The Holy Ghost. Someone say the Holy Ghost. Someone say the Holy Ghost. Someone say the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. He rose up and he began to proclaim Jesus to them. What was happening? Power has produced transformation. You want your life to be transformed. Maybe there's a weakness. Maybe there's an addiction that you are not able to break. You are not able to stop. Stop trying to break it. Get to the Holy Ghost. He will work on your life. He will work on your life anger issues, get to the Holy Ghost. He will work on your life. All of a sudden, the one who denied Jesus three times was the first to get up among the eleven. He got up and he began to preach. He began to preach. In that day, the Bible said 3,000 souls were given to the Lord. So that's the next manifestation. Thousands of souls started giving. Those who did not even believe in Jesus, now all of a sudden they started believing. Revival are taking place. Why? The Holy Ghost has started moving. We need the Holy Ghost to move across our harvest field if we are going to see souls come. So when we are praying, we should pray that Lord, let the Spirit move across our harvest fields so that there will be a harvest into the church. The Holy Ghost. Right after that, miracles, signs, wonders. Acts chapter 2 verse 42. The Bible continued in the apostles' doctrine. Verse number 3. And fear came upon every soul. Uh, every soul. Every soul. And many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. Why? The Holy Ghost had come. The Holy Ghost had come. Miracles follow the Holy Ghost look, the church that was meeting in the upper room why were they meeting in the upper room? they were afraid they were meeting under locked doors that's why the day Thomas was not there Jesus entered in without having to knock on the door the doors were locked the doors were locked now, look at that, in the verse number 46 in the verse number 46 look at the transformation that took place in the church, the bouser and they continued daily with one accord in the temple from the upper room to the temple now they are now free to be seen. Why? The Holy Ghost has come. If you are shy as a Christian, your Christian faith, you are not able to stand for it. Brothers and sisters, it means that your relationship with the Holy Ghost is poor. Your relationship with the Holy Ghost is poor. If you are sleeping, your relationship with the Holy Ghost is poor. Amen and amen. But now we are weak, so our relationship with the Holy Ghost is fine. Hallelujah. It takes the Holy Spirit. It takes the Holy Spirit. If you are going to be fruitful in life, it takes the Holy Spirit. In our journey in this world, when God wants to help us, He helps us with Himself. And who is He? He comes as the Holy Spirit. As the Holy Spirit. Jesus said in John chapter 14, verse 16, He said that, I will not leave you orphans. I will pray the Father that He will send you another comforter. The comforter of the Holy Spirit. He did not want to leave them without help. It's the fact that He said, I will not leave you orphans, meant that I will not leave you without help. Because back in those days, an orphan is the most hopeless, helpless person. He said, I will not leave you orphans. I will not leave you orphans. I will pray the Father, and He send you another helper, that He may abide with you forever. Let's look at the verse number 17. The verse number 17. Uh, verse number 17. Say yes, the Spirit of truth to the Holy Ghost, the converter is the Spirit. You see that? The world cannot receive him, neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him; it was with you, and it shall be in you. Hallelujah! The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. Without the Holy Spirit, we cannot be fruitful. In Isaiah chapter 32 verse fifteen says, unto the Spirit be poured upon us from on high, and then the wilderness will be turned into a fruitful field, and the fruitful field shall become the for forest." Without the Holy Spirit, there's no progress. Listen, as we are going through this fast and prayer. Don't spend all your time on social media. Don't spend all your time discussing and laughing with friends. No. Make time for the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit told me something this done as I was praying. He wants us to understand something. If this year is going to be a year where we are going to possess our lands, it must be a year of the Holy Spirit. A year of the Holy Spirit. A year of the Holy Spirit. Where every single one of us come to a place of a relationship with the Holy Spirit. He's not a thing. He's not a wind. He's not oil. He's not some fire. He's not a cloud. He's a person. He manifests in these forms just so that He can have interaction with us. So that His power can come upon our lives. But He's a person that we need to fellowship with. Fasting and prayer is actually a a, a confession between you and the Holy Spirit it's not just about hunger. You must be Holy Ghost conscious. Other than that, your fasting and prayer will be useless. You must focus on the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, what do you want us to do today? Holy Spirit, I love you. Holy Spirit, I want to know you more. Even though we are praying, setting prayers, praying for kingdom advancement, praying for our needs, praying for our altars, praying for signs and wonders, brothers and sisters, the real communication that you should be having is supposed to be encounters with the Holy Spirit. He's a person. So the way you can talk to me, you can talk to him. Listen to me. You can be at your workplace. You can be even, oh, those days. In, maybe not these days, but those days, I, there was a certain room I liked to be in whenever I wanted to talk to the Holy Spirit. Then nobody would disturb me because would think I'm doing something. If you know, you know. If you don't know, too, don't worry about it. Go and get your own little room. Look, everything that I have now is because of the Holy Spirit. One of the things I thank God for in my Christianity is that I discovered the Holy Spirit early. There are many people who have been in Christianity for many years, but they've not discovered. All they know about is Holy Ghost fire, Holy Ghost fire, Holy Ghost fire. That's all they know about the Holy Ghost. But they don't know that the Holy Spirit is a person you can interact with. And He's your Father. That's why those of us who are online, I told you when I say thank you, Holy Ghost, you say thank you, Father. Because the Holy Spirit is the father of the Christian. He's the father of the, Just like he's the father of Jesus Christ. When Jesus said, that My father who lives in me, he was talking about the Holy Spirit. He was talking about the Holy Spirit. The miracles that Jesus did, his impact was because of the, his father who lived in him, the Holy Ghost. If we are going to do greater works than he did, we must be by the Spirit. Brothers and sisters, We must be by the Spirit. Fasting and prayer is one of the ways of engaging his power. Deep, long worship You see, nowadays we are not able to encounter the Holy Spirit when we are are worshiping. Do you know why? We are in a hurry. We are in a hurry. Hey, five minutes, oh, eight minutes, seven minutes, fifteen minutes. We are in a hurry. Hey, by the time it it gets to thirty minutes, the next person on the program has come on the stage and then the person is tapping, tapping, tapping. Why? We have to follow time. Look at even right now, somebody is looking at the time. "Ah, Look at that. He said briefly, look at what he's saying. The Bible says, and someone ministered to the Lord. Recently, I learned that the word minister means to tarry in his presence, to stay there. It means to participate in him. It means to contribute to God. So whenever we come and we are worshiping, we are contributing to what makes God happy. How much have we contributed to God? We don't minister to God anymore. We are ministering to one another. Worship leaders are singing in a way so that they will be sound, they will hear That they have very good voices. They are not contributing to God. Worshippers are there; their eyes are open, and they are finding themselves. Some are even taking selfies in the house of God. Oh, Now we chat video. serious. They are not contributing to God. You think that God is on TikTok? So you are taking a video for TikTok. Think God is on Instagram? Or God is on Twitter? And some too have gotten into a ridiculous habit of putting their prayers on their statuses. God, think. Oh, yeah. Oh. They are not attending to Him. To minister to God means to attend to God, to be with Him, to wait on Him. To wait till he tells us to go. A true servant and a waiter does not go until he's told to go. What can I read? To minister to the Lord. And someone minister to the Lord. We are in a hurry from one program to the other, jumping from here and there, jumping all over the place. So we are not getting much power. Look at it. why did they say tap? It said waits. Wait, wait, wait. Wait. Now, if we announce that oh, we are going to do a five hour prayer, people have divided it into two. So me, I'll come at this time. Listen to me, that is the reason power is not growing. We must come to a place where we can come to church and there's no closing time. We only leave when the Holy Ghost says that we should go. But in today's modern church, every, the church members will leave the pastor alone. They will say that oh stuff way there. Oh no, and a soon Listen to me. And someone ministered to the Lord. A minister to the Lord to wait on him. Wait on him. You see, one of the greatest complaints. I've had among church folks ever since I became a pastor is that it's about time. One of the most consistent complaints is about, about time. It's about time. It's about time. Back in the days of folk who preach and so would do fall down and fall and die. We sleep and fall and die. But now we have to force our sermons into 40 minutes, 30 minutes, one hour just because we want to minister to the people. Our focus is no longer on God. Our focus on... Do you know the amazing thing? When the boy died and Paul came to resurrect him, he didn't close the service. He went to continue teaching. He went to continue. It is not a joke. It is telling us how we are supposed to worship God. How we are supposed to worship God. We have become more serious with men than serious with God. And yet
4: power does not come from men. Power comes from God. Arkans, oh God.
3: When I said that, I repented. I said, I know. Get time with the Lord. Wait before Him. If sometimes we don't even have to change the song, we can sing the same song over and over again until we, 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 we get the power in the song. Yet wait before Him. Hey, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. worship by the time you have really hit a note in the spirit, the kind of power that will drench you even our prophecies are open, even now in a hurry
2: <laughs>
3: because we are looking at the time I have there is a, a certain snippet that the uh, media team did for me <laughs> I was, I I don't have time. (laughs) I was like, hey, every time I hear that, and they've decided to play it every evening, so every evening I hear now,
4: I don't have time.
3: Whoever said we ever had time, time has always been for the Lord. Time has always been for the Lord. Listen, this year, so we never bring a meal, oh, sorry more, Be with the Lord. Be with Him. Don't be in a hurry to go anywhere. Remain there. Joshua became powerful because he was always before the Lord. Even when Moses, the boss himself, has left, Joshua remained. Joshua remained. Close, you see. When you close, you see what I'm talking about. See, people will be in a hurry to go. Now, even people don't even have friends that will say hi in church. They don't know how to say, oh, hello, and then to interact. Some will be in a hurry to get up. Some, you see, some of times, eh, as we having service like this, be sensitive to the Holy Ghost. Some of service don't get up too quickly. Maybe some I just need to be seated there, just close eyes, and listening to Him, Listen to Him, but make healthy. We be pentamama poeviso wakokonsebi ofesoni na
4: na
3: na 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 true power comes from the Holy Spirit. Comes from the Holy Spirit. We are going back. I said we are going back. I said we are going back. I said we are going back. back. The Lord told me something. He said if we can really go back to the Holy Spirit giving offerings will not be a problem. One of the signs of a revival of the Holy Ghost is given. I'll show that you've got permits within this week. But the Holy Ghost, when the Holy Ghost comes, about that now, they began to sell, sell their properties and lay the money at the apostles' feet. Right? The Holy Ghost had come. The place was shaking. All of a sudden, things started changing. Giving. Giving. So, we will not need to say, Do you want to sow a seed of 1,000? No. We will not need to say, Who wants to give their cars and offering? No. When there is a true Holy Ghost revival, things begin you know to work. I'm looking forward to that in this church where the Holy Spirit will take over. As yes, our spring is done, the Lord said, Unto me shall the gathering of the people be. And that's when I realized that ah Operation five thousand members, Operation five hundred members, it's not about overcoming nation. It's about God. If He it takes His place, we people will come. He said the gathering shall be unto him. And I don't shall be unto him. This morning, I couldn't finish my notes, but I prayed I'll be able to finish what I was supposed to communicate to. you. And let the Holy Spirit become your singular passion, your singular desire, your singular pursuit.
4: You will experience the power of God. Rise up to your feet, everybody. We hope that
0: you've been blessed by this message. For more enquiries, Visit our website www.eminezaokronipa.com or call 0546-363957. God bless you.